Hey everyone, what an amazing uh, last year we've had, 2022, coming out of pandemic and into new, new moments online, in person. We've had an amazing 10 months. We'd like to share some, some figures, with, statistics with you about what God has done in Lifehouse Church. Are you ready? Let's have a look right now. everyone to another episode of the Rodcast. Wow, isn't God amazing? Isn't He good to us? And so let's just rejoice in what He's done and get ready for our future vision of 2023. Hello everyone, how are you? Welcome to Vision Sunday 2023. Can you believe we're in another year? And what a what a year we had last year. We, we, we love our online service. We've got 110,000 uh, viewers from all around the world and, and you are one or two or a family of those. And, and we've also been able to come back in person in, in many of our campuses and communities and that was only 10 months ago, and already we've seen just such an incredible uh, increase of people following Jesus and, and being healed and being touched, and it's really been an amazing year, and we really believe that it's a bit of a move of the Holy Spirit, a move of God, a, a touch of God 
is happening after the, the pandemic. And all of a sudden, online, in person, we're just sensing there's a, there's a renewal. And I want to tell you that the theme for this year, Vision Sunday, here we go. The theme for this year is closer, closer to God. And, and the key scripture, it says, you fill me with joy in your presence. You fill me with joy in your presence. And I love this. It's like the closer we get to God, the more we get incredible things, love and joy and all those sort of things. You make known to me the path of life and you fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Now, this concept of closer is not striving. It's not, oh, I've got to, got to get closer. It's not striving. We are with God. We, he holds our hand all the time. He's with us. His grace is on us. His, His Holy Spirit is within us. So closer doesn't mean, ah, oh, uh, effort and intensity. No, no, closer just means there's something good. I just want to get more and more in the presence. And sort of like... As kids, there's a little game we call hotter and colder. Uh, some of you might know that game. It's just like you, you hide a piece of candy in the room and the little kid moves. And as they get closer to the candy, you say hotter, hotter. And they start to move away from where the candy is hidden. We say colder, colder. It's just a game. It's just a game. But the concept is, is there's something good. There's something really, really good that, that we, can, we can find more of God's love and and I've been a, a believer now for 43 years or more. And I want to tell you that God is good all the time. And as we get closer to God, we get closer to His goodness. In my life, I've also been involved in sports, in uh, surfing and, and rugby. I know looking at me right now, maybe you wonder, where, where, did, where did that go? Uh, that was a few years ago, just a few years ago. Um, but the concept of any sport, of being good at sport, is you've got to be in the right position. You've got to know in surfing where the waves are going to break. You've got to look and see the conditions, see the wind and the waves and the break. And the, you've got to understand, you've got, you've got to get to the break to catch the waves. The concept is there's something good there. There's a break there. I've got to get there. And as we paddle and paddle and, and look and seek, we get these beautiful waves. So it is with God. We, we've got to look and position ourselves. Same with rugby. It's like to catch a ball. The ball's not going to come to you. You've got to go to the ball. And so where's that ball? And it's getting in the right position and getting ready, hands ready. A bit like worship, isn't it? Hands ready and, um, and, and receiving the ball. This is the way it is in life. The thing is that there's something good. And the closer you get to that, the more you get the goodness from that thing. Another one is just, I've always loved fire. I used to be a fireman actually, but um, that, that was sort of bad fires. But there's also a good fire where just warmth, and, and just the, the, the closer you get to a good fire, the more you feel warm and more you feel uh, at home. And so this year, closer, everybody say closer, or maybe in your heart say closer, that this year could be a year where we all get closer to the goodness of God. Now in hard times, of my years of pastoring, I've seen people go through a hard time and they've actually backed away from God at that time. And I've only ever seen sadness and, 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 and uh, just, just no help as we, we back away from God. Maybe we're wondering where is God and what's happening and we, we back away. It's totally human and normal, but it's, it's not going to lead to good things. But when we wanna, we, we're going through hard times to get closer, we, we lean in. And this is what it says, the, the, the Scripture, I love it. It's, it's the, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You ready? The, the, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The first few are love and joy and peace 
and patience, and it goes on with nine. And patience means inner strength. So, so as we get closer to God, come on, we get closer this year. A vision, Vision Sunday, we're getting get closer to love, closer to joy, closer to peace and good sleeping, and closer to internal strength. As we lean into God, and, and just recently we we were discussing recently how many of our family members in our churches have received Jesus recently, and it's been so exciting. Many through online, right now, like you're online and watching. Many many parents here in Japan online have have shown some interest in Christ and leaned in, and has found goodness. In fact, one of those has found not just Jesus, but found incredible healing. In fact, I think at least two or three now. I just keep hearing t- testimonies, stories of mums and dads and brothers and sisters leaning in and and finding more of God. And I just love that. I, that's why I'm a pastor. Is I I see people leaning into God. And as we lean in, we're more of love and more of grace. As we lean away, it's the opposite. We we we, we move into things that the Bible calls the, the the works of the flesh, not the fruit of the spirit, but the the works. We've got to work really hard to, to do these things. But some really nasty things here in, in Galatians 5 verse 19, the acts of the flesh, the acts of, of myself are obvious. There's things like sexual immorality, impurity. Uh, it goes on, discord, jealousy, lots of, lots of relational breaking, lots of personal breaking. And, and my own testimony is that's the life I came from when I became a believer. I, I was in that in that zone as a young fireman, 19 years old, and I was depressed. I was constantly depressed and overcome by, by, by my, my low situation, my low thoughts. And as I came to closer to Jesus, as I was seeking Jesus, I was starting to feel better. And then when I received Jesus into my heart and said, yes, Lord, I was really changed as I got closer to love and joy and peace and patience, being born again is becoming closer to God. But let me say that some people, some people I've seen over the years as a pastor, I've seen them try to get closer to God, but it's strain and it's stress and it's, I call it sort of weightlifting Christianity where it's, it's so hard. It's, it's such a strain and it's, God, I've got to get to you. And I've, this is not the way that God wants us to live in the New Testament. He calls us His Father, our Father. And He says, you're my sons and daughters. Come into a life. You have open access anytime, any place, anywhere. Come on, give God a big praise. God is a good Father. And He's saying, come closer, not because you're bad and you need to be good. No, no, He's saying, come closer because I have some good things for you. I love you and I want you to have all these things. So as I became a believer and I moved towards God, I, I realized that, that my heart and, and soul had changed. I was born again, but my brain was not changed. I had to get closer to God in reading the Word and in worship and being around good people and not being around gossipy people anymore and not being influenced by the world and its standards. And the more I got closer to God, I didn't become weirder. <laughs> That's good news, right? I didn't become weirder, but I became more normal, more natural, more me. And that's when I was able to meet my lovely wife. Well, she wasn't my wife then, a lovely girl called Viviana. Now we've been married 37 years, believe it or not. Uh, I know it's a long time, right? But it's good. And, um, but I had to get closer to God to become more me, who God made me to be. 
and then I could meet her and we've had a, a great relationship. But some people in their pursuit of God become meaner and more religious and more inflexible. And it's sort of strange because as we read the Word of God, the people that get closer to God don't get meaner. They become more, more beautiful, more nice, more, more uh, I don't know what you'd say, more magnetic, more, more attractive, more just something good. The whole story of the Bible is God touching people, getting closer. And as they got closer, they got more like God. And, and that's what I want to do in my life. And I know you want to do in your life. So this year, as we talk about closer joy in your presence, I want to give you an example from the Bible, from one of our stories. And, and the story here is, is about Peter and Jesus. Now, they had met before earlier in, in John 1, but here in John, in Luke 5, is the time that Jesus has personal moments with Peter. Personal, close moments with Peter, and it changes his life. And there's three things I want to take out of this story for us as we sort of think about, well, how can I get closer? This is a good word, Rod, but how do I get closer if it's not straining and striving? What is it? And this story, I think, gives us three clues. Would you like to know the three clues? We're going to read the story. And, and the first one we're going to read is, is about the, the power of journaling or the power of God's Word in our life. And some people around the world call it devotions or soap is another one, scripture, observation, application, prayer. We just call it journaling. It's just opening the Word and saying, God, would you speak to me today? And I've, I've got to say, uh, friends all around the world, this is the number one thing I've seen that has regularly helped people get closer, has more often helped people get closer. People look at what we've done in, in Japan and other countries and said, how did you get so many people to receive Jesus? And our answer is actually we meet a lot of people, but then we teach them how to read the Bible for themselves, how to get a word for yourself. Would you like that this year? And I think if you've been leaning away from this, it's the moment to say, well, that, that, that didn't help. I now need to lean back into it, not legalistically, but just like in the game of hotter and colder with kids, it's just going to bring joy. It's just going to bring peace, right? It's just going to bring goodness into your life. Come on, give God a big praise right now. The more we get of God's Word, the more we get His, His, His incredible wisdom and power and, and joy in our lives. Let's read the story. Here we go. It's Peter meeting Jesus probably for the second time. It says in Luke 5, He, Jesus, got into one of the boats belonging to Simon Peter and asked him to put out a little from shore. And he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, that's speaking to the crowd, he turned to Peter. Here's his personal words for Peter and said to Peter, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. And Simon, or Simon Peter, answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. Now, at this point, Peter could have said no. He could have said, I'm the fisherman, you're the carpenter, Jesus. Like, like you don't know about fishing. and There was no fish last night. There's certainly no fish this morning. But listen to his words. Listen to his words here. It says, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. Right there is a, is a journaling moment. Jesus speaks. Just like when we journal, we say, God, speak to me. And Jesus spoke to Peter. If you just let down the nets, something good is going to happen. If you obey the word of the Lord, something good 
is going to happen. Read it and say, yes, Lord, speak to me again. And this first one is about if you want to get closer, we've got to be reading God's Word, not out of legalism and toughness and meanness. No, because of the hotter, colder game, like reading, getting hotter, getting more. And, and you know, as a pastor, I've said this to people going through, through uh, times where they need um, counseling or something. And I've said to, to believers, I said, have you, have you been reading God's Word lately? And, and the, it's almost universal. The answer is, I used to. I used to do that, but I haven't done it since the hard times. And it's like they've, they've done the lean out. Now, we're not judging people. I'm just saying it's a pattern. People lean out sometimes and away from God's Word. And, and, and what God wants us to do is actually lean into His Word and to get something fresh. And it's supernatural. It's really supernatural. I remember when I first got saved and I, as a young fireman, I, after three days of being a believer, I got hit in the nose by another fireman, by the drug pusher in the fire station. He hit me and he said, don't you ever speak about Jesus again. And I went home that night I was, so, I was so shaken. I was shaken. And I just opened the Bible. As a young Christian, I did this. I did the whole in the middle of the Bible thing and put the finger down. It was Isaiah 7. It says, if you don't stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. And I realized that not, had, not just had God spoken to me, but God had invited me to closer to His strength. Amen? Closer into His Word. Closer into the future. Closer to going back to the fire station and facing that bully, which I did the next morning. And that bully never came near me again. That's partly because another fireman threatened to kill him if he was going to touch me. But anyway, that wasn't anything to do with me. I was three days older Christian. I had nothing to do with this. But God gave me a word and gave me a deliverer. Give the Lord a big praise for that. Don't lean away from God. When God says, put down the nets, come on, let's put down those nets. Let's not say, well, it hasn't happened yet, has it? Where's all the blessings now? We don't go into that sort of cynical mindset, but we lean in and say, God, I don't understand, but I'm going to let down the nets anyway. I'm going to go back to, for me, go back to the fire station with your strength anyway. And I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to read again. I'm going to come back to church. I'm going to worship again. I'm going to forgive again. Come on. We've got to hear what God is saying. So the first thing here is journaling, hearing God's Word. Now, I just got a little scripture here from, from 1 Timothy. I just want to slip it in because I was just thinking about it this morning as I'm preparing this message. And Paul says to young Timothy, he says, Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Young Timothy, you're having a hard time. So devote yourself. Get, get back to, I, I really feel there's a message here for some people today who maybe have put down the Bible. You love the Lord, but you've just stopped this habit. It's a habit, not a law. A habit of reading and journaling. But his number one way you get closer is by saying, Lord, speak to me. I encourage you to pick up that word or get your phone and open up to the next scripture and I accept scripture for the book of Mark or the book of Ephesians or Psalms. One of the, the, God is going to speak to you. He's going to speak to you. He will speak to you if you say, Lord, I, I want to get closer again. Amen. And this word public reading of scripture, what it really means is the, the, the renewal of reading scripture. A renewal. Now, again, as a pastor, I've seen people get down on themselves. I haven't read the Bible for so long. Oh, I'm so bad. And I would say to you, no, no. Don't do that ceremony of self-pity. I've been there. 
but rather to say, okay, I'm just going to read again now. And as you do that, you could get the best word you've ever had. It could be an old word. God's bringing you. Come on. God is there for you. Come on, give God a big praise right now. He is not looking for you to make this right. He's looking for you to just pick up the word and say, yes, Lord. That's it. Public reading of Scripture. Come on. Devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture. Well, you know, um, Peter gets this word, let down the nets. And he says, okay, okay, because you say so, I will let down the nets. Verse 6. And when they're done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled to the partners in the other boat to come and help. And they came and they filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Wow, the blessing of God caused them almost to sink with the blessing. There's so much blessing. The second thing I want to talk about being closer is that never lose the possibility God could do a miracle. Never lose the power of expectation. What I've called the wow, the wow concept of our faith. The thing of wow, could that really happen? Wow, you know, wow. The, you know, just like again this week, one of our great uh, girls in the church, her mum, uh, opened her heart and received Jesus and we're all going wow and she's going wow and don't ever lose the potential for the wow amen don't ever lose the 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 opposite is to be cynical and say well you know where's the blessing and that's the opposite doesn't make people bad but it just doesn't help and God's saying get rid of cynicism what is cynicism it's the tiredness of the soul tired I'm just tired I'm just tired we need to Ask God, just wash that away and come back to the, to the wow. You know, I remember the first time I ever got in an airplane. I was about 17 years old in Australia, just a short trip in Australia. And um, I just remember that first time sitting down on the seatbelt and, and everything was so exciting. And, and you, you actually listened to the air stewardess um, or air steward uh, uh, telling you the, the safety measures. And you're actually listening. Right, you actually first time, yes, okay, and that's there, and that's there, and you're actually listening, and then the plane takes off, the acceleration, the the excitement, and you see the the houses get smaller and smaller as you get higher in the air, and it's wow, it's so good. But after a lot of years of air, air travel, it's not so exciting. It's it's the cues and the and the, the passport stuff, and the and and do you listen to the the steward saying the thing anymore? We should, we should, but do we? And, uh, uh, you know, we, we've lost the wow factor. And I, I would hate that to be in our spiritual life, that, you know, I, I've read it before, I've heard that story before, I, uh, I know it all. And I just really encourage you to be one, one of the guys in our church here in Tokyo. And he comes to church in every Sunday, and he knows a lot of the Bible. But he always says this, he says, God, show me something new today. And he always goes home and I could ask him, what, what did you get? And and he tells me, and sometimes it's nothing what the, the message was. <laughs> it was something. But God spoke to him in the message about something, and he went home full, full. And I believe that, that when we get the wow factor back, God could do a miracle. This could be the day. This could be the week. This could be the thing. I really believe it'll bring us to closer to prayer, seeking God, keeping a clean heart, keeping right because a miracle could happen at any moment. Come on, give God a big praise. At any time this year, something could happen if we're ready. It's like, well, it hasn't happened yet, but it might happen now.
could be healing, could be relationship, could be... And it's not like God is trying to put a carrot before us with closer. Like God wants to answer prayer, right? Right? He's good. But you know, this whole thing of expectation and the wow factor. And this is what happened with Peter. He said, wow, Jesus, look at the fish. You did that. You, you called the fish to come into the net. You did a miracle. It's outrageous. It's a blessing for me and so many fish that would have blessed their neighbors and friends and fish. Who wants some fish? <laughs> there was no fish last night, but we got some fish. And they would have shared the blessing with those around them closer. The Word of God, expectation of a wow. And the last thing I want to talk about from this story was that Jesus called Peter to a higher understanding of life and purpose. Because Jesus is going to say to him, Peter, you're a great fisherman, but I want to make you a fisher of men. Now, there's nothing wrong with fishing, except I don't like it because I never catch any fish. But if you're a good fisherman, God bless you. <laughs> That's true. I just, everyone says, there's lots of fish. I never catch any fish. Anyone like that? Yeah, a few of us. Yeah, yeah, a few, few of the camera people in here as well. <laughs> people that like fishing are because they catch fish. I've, I've decided that's, that's the reason why some people like fishing. But the whole thing here is Peter is a fisherman and Jesus uses a picture of his future. So we're going to finish the story. It says here, and, and, and when Simon Peter saw this, saw the, the catch of fish, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. Now, Jesus didn't tell him he was a sinful man. He had this, this comparison going on. For he and his companions were astonished, the wow, at the catch of fish they had just taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. And Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid at this step up. Don't be afraid of getting closer. Don't be afraid that God's going to call you into something you don't want to do. Right? Right? When we came to Japan, you know, people say, what was it like? And the answer was, it was exhilarating. It was a joy. It was great. It was challenging and difficult. But God had called us and God gave us great joy. You know, this is, this is, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of this step up in purpose. Don't be afraid God's going to ask you to do something so difficult or hard. Don't be afraid. From now you will fish for people. So they pulled up their boats on shore, left everything and followed Jesus. The third point is get ready for higher purpose. I believe as we get an understanding of purpose, we're called to do. I think we're called. I think every believer is called to forgive and to give, to forgive and to give. I believe we're called by God to be that salt in the world that we're prepared to forgive, get over it, not be offended, not be upset anymore. And we're called to give. Give what? Well, it could be time, prayer, finance, effort could be something and so what it was with Peter the closer was closer to his purpose and when you get closer to purpose you will get closer to God because God designed you to do something great for him in this world I love this and this year for us these 10 months since we've been back in in person and all the time online we love you guys and girls online praying for many people to keep following, receiving Jesus. But the main thing is that we all get closer to Jesus. And this year I'm believing closer means more love, more 
joy, more peace, and more internal strength. And as I received Jesus at 19, I received all that as I got closer. And, you know, all these years, I've never lost my wow because I realized that closer and closer is a good way to live. Amen. Would you love to live that way this year? Come on, let's give God a big praise. And I'd like to pray for you that you would be convinced in your heart that, that we're going to move this way. Here we go. Lord, I want to pray that everyone listening would, who know you, who love you, and no matter what their state is right now, there's a desire to be closer. They're going to be leaning in. They're going to open the Word again and say, Lord, speak to me. You're going to bring them back to the wow factor. Oh God, I pray. I pray for a desire and a, a desire to know their purpose to serve you with gladness and this year will be a year of closeness and also seeing our families closer seeing closer to purpose closer to great jobs closer to healing closer to relationships that we need lord i'm praying that there's a passion and a desire as we preach and share and teach this year we will be closer to you in jesus name amen give god a big praise and just finally, if you've heard this and you say, just like when I was 19, I needed to get closer to salvation and receive Jesus. Maybe that's you. And I'd like to pray for you right now. If you've been away or you don't know Him in your heart, I'm going to pray for you right now. I'm going to count to three and I'm going to pray for you if you say, yes, I want to receive Jesus. You ready? Here we go. One, two, three. I pray, Lord, for our friends here with open hearts coming back to you or receiving you for the first time right now for your forgiveness and your love and joy and your purpose in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Well, get ready, folks. 2023 is going to be a good year, but let's get ready to be closer. There's joy in your presence. God bless you all.